0: This episode is sponsored by The Spot, vape shop and grind cafe. The Spot is El Paso's first vape cafe. Visit The Spot for a great experience and chill vibe, serving cafe sandwiches, coffee, and more. The Spot also carries premium e-juices and a wide variety of vape products. You're invited to rent out the latest and e hookahs, enjoy the free Wi-Fi, and drink some cold ones because The Spot is BYOB friendly. Also check out great live entertainment on Fridays and Saturdays. The spot is located next door to Famous Barbershop at 4109 Dyer, Suite B in El Paso, Texas. Please follow The Spot on Instagram and Facebook at The Spot Vape Cafe. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. I'm your host, Sweet Jesus. Today, we're doing something very special, something I've been wanting to do for a long time, which is do a solo episode, no guests, no interview, I actually have to look into the camera, I don't have to, but I'm going to since it's recording and I feel weird if I'm not looking into it, very strange feeling, it actually just came over me just now, I didn't plan for it, Feel strange, but we're going to move forward. Again guys, it's just me, so I'm going to just talk about some things I got going on, but most of it's going to be based on the questions and comments and topics that were shared when I actually posted about this a few days ago. It's been a while now. But uh, yeah, I saved all those all those questions and comments and ideas, and I got it right here on my trusty laptop. All right, but like I said, it's kind of a big deal because I'm used to having a guest, someone to bounce things off of. Cause that's most of where my humor comes from is a kind of conversation. If somebody says something, I'll make fun of it. I'll make fun of myself. Uh, again, I need, I usually need somebody to bounce things off of, but we're doing this in solo. So again, I'm really out of my comfort zone. Cause I am somewhat of a puss when it comes to stuff like that, but we're going to keep it moving first and foremost, want to thank all the listeners Happy uh, Thanksgiving, happy upcoming Christmas. I have no idea when I'm going to release this, but it is being recorded on December 4th, according to my laptop. All right. So happy holidays. Hope you're enjoying them uh, with your family, friends, by yourself. Like I said, on one of my old Facebook posts. You know, my heart goes out to anybody that doesn't have family or friends to spend the holidays with. But don't call me. Don't call me. You know what I'm saying? That's more food for me, cutting into my shit. But yeah, we got the setup. Uh, if you're listening to the audio only, then of course you're not gonna see this. I'm as far as the setup. I mean, it's as far as you know, video. It's I'm probably only gonna release short clips. I may release the whole thing. I don't know. That's still up in the air. But just to kind of describe what we got going on here, got the laptop. I uh, got I got my uh, flat screen with the sweet jesus radio logo on it looks pretty dope so the table wouldn't look so empty i threw uh the canada the bike from the famous akira all right We've, i've had that toy for a long time since back in the days we also got what's his face uh cartman from south park with the high top fade and uh yeah just so it doesn't look so empty man we got the mic and off to my side i got the equipment Got my Miller lights, which is the, the beer of choice for today as I'm holding it up to the camera. All right. I feel like I'm Ice Cube in the the song Really Dough. You know, he's uh, talking about got the, uh, the 501s, the khakis. On my back, I got the sweatshirt, knit kickers, this, this, and that. If you haven't heard that song, check it out, Really do One of his best. So we're going to get into this, uh, like I said, uh, if you want to help the show, please keep sharing. Please keep spreading the word. Keep doing what you're doing. Please, uh, especially feedback. If you can type in a comment, give me the five stars on the Apple podcast. Uh, or send me your feedback through uh, a comment, um, a private message, inbox, as the kids say. Uh, you know, anything like that. And uh, usually I usually take a screenshot and I post it. But yeah, let me know what you think. Especially this episode, since it's just me. Let me know how much. You love it or how much you fucking hate it all right so one of the things uh again just talk about a few things i haven't really done much lately uh just been keeping it low key i already talked about meow wolf on the past episode that's gonna drop so i don't want to go into that i already talked about that and that episode's coming soon but one thing that everybody's talking about and i'm not gonna spend too much time on it because everybody's talking about it already is the movie the irishman or Irishman, Irishman. All right, so everybody's been watching this movie. It's on Netflix. I'm just going to give a quick little feedback on it because, again, you can hear this shit on a million other podcasts. Regular listeners know I hate talking about current events, but I will say this. It's a good movie. It's not great. It's good. In my opinion, I liked it. Didn't love it. Definitely does not compare to, say, Casino or Goodfellas. Not even close. The technology they used to make them look younger was pretty cool, pretty accurate, looked real. But all I do have, well, there's a, a few gripes. But the main one is the, there's that there's a fight scene when he, uh, Robert De Niro goes and gets this guy uh, out of a grocery store. He's like the owner of the grocery store because apparently the, the store pushed his daughter. He's beating him up that shit does not look convincing at all it's horrible uh i mean there's he kicks him in the face i mean it looks so weak because you're talking he looks younger but you it's still robert de niro who was 138 years old all right and so i guess physically he couldn't do what uh you know make it look convincing because he uh He's kicking them. The kicks in the face did look a little real, but he starts stomping on him. That's the part where it's like, what? It looks like he's doing some WWE shit. He's barely touching him. And they add some sound effects that don't sound accurate whatsoever. I mean, he's stomping on him on like on his shoulder or whatever on fabric. And it doesn't sound realistic. Take it from me. I've been in several fights. I've lost them all. Uh, because I'm just horrible at fighting. I'm more of a, a lover type, but you know, and I've watched a lot of fights a lot of street fights uh, that's just the part that really just uh, fucked me up man but moving forward again irishman good movie not great the other thing i've, I've been doing uh, or i've done you know since the last few podcasts that i've recorded but i haven't dropped and they're gonna come out in a very weird order they're not coming out the way i recorded them they're gonna come out in a different order uh but check them out it'll be with zach and brooks from crucis and then i got another episode with stanzy and DeLucio chris delucio aka idea one but since that time uh actually last weekend last friday I went to go see chris delia i for those that keep up with comedy know chris delia is a beast one of the best funniest motherfucking comedians out there right now uh and even in mainstream i mean a lot of people know about him but for sure if you're in the comedy world uh you know about him shouts to Uh, my girlfriend Jessica she made it possible she got the tickets um, but she but just just goes to show she didn't even know who he was per se but you know when I showed her a picture she knew who it was so she's seen him around and heard of him and he even got a little he blew up a little bit more off of his uh, Eminem impressions that he's been doing and doing these videos but I don't remember the whole thing. I stayed there for about an hour or so, left a little bit early because I was trashed and I was just like not feeling it and wanted to go home, but it was hilarious. It looked like it was sold out. I mean, I'd be surprised to hear if it wasn't sold out, but pretty damn close to it if it wasn't at the Plaza Theater, El Paso, Texas. He's freaking hilarious. So if you haven't heard of him, check him out. Highly recommend it. If you're still living, living under a fucking rock and haven't heard of him, check him out. All right, so I'm going to jump into the list of topics and questions, all right? And I'm going to try my best to fill up about an hour, hopefully at least 45 minutes. If I'm on a roll, I'll keep going. But that's kind of the standard. Uh, I I would like to think I can fill up at least half an hour. But uh, yeah, we got the Miller Lights flowing. Taking a sip there. All right. So let me just scroll through my shit here. So yeah, I mean, several days ago I posted, you know, let people know I'm going to do a solo episode. And, uh, you know, people put some questions, some funny ones, some really personal shit. So I guess I got to get into some personal shit. But this is just me. It's right? just my opinions on certain shit. Actually, I got to pull up some of these. I meant to pull up tabs on certain things so I can have them ready to go. Just for certain shit. But fuck it. I ain't do it, so I'm just gonna, just gonna wing it. Alright. So first question. I'm and I'm reading it as as they're typed out. If we need clarification, we'll do that. But some of them are just some some they're just not totally clear, but I'll we'll clarify. I'm gonna read the name and the question and the topic. Alright, so the first one is from Matthew Robert Martinez. Matthew Robert Martines, excuse me, he simply put, destroying flat earthers. So I don't know exactly what he means by that. I don't know if he wants me to destroy them, if he wants uh, aliens from another galaxy to come and destroy them. It's very unclear. Uh, I'd like to destroy him for not being more clear. You know, Matt, I wish I could destroy you right now. But uh, destroying flat earthers, I'm assuming he wants me to destroy them. I mean, to be honest, guys, uh, Matthew, Matthew, uh, Matt, as they call him, is a buddy of mine. He or flat earthers, guys, they don't need to be destroyed. All right. They're they're uh, they destroy themselves in a sense. Right. And just to give you uh, just to kind of give you a sneak peek or just a peek into the way my mind works and how I'm wired. Uh, I tend to go against the grain for the most part, and, and as far as and I'm take I take jokes very seriously. Okay, jokes are no laughing matter, especially mine, because nobody laughs. But the uh, I don't like to. That's just that's an easy, that's low hanging fruit. Uh, flat earthers, let's make fun of the flat earthers. Uh, so when it comes to jokes and roasting and memes uh you know people it's human nature to pile on oh that's an easy thing to make fun of and we just keep piling on and on and i think that shit's fucking whack and stupid you know if if that's you then i don't know man step it up step the shit talk up get better with the jokes better with the memes flat earthers pick a different target because that's just too easy of a target um you know if i had a gun to my head of course i'm gonna say it's round but if you ever talk to a hardcore flat earther they got an answer for everything um, but again, uh, that's just too too easy to go at. Uh, so I'm not gonna try to destroy flat earthers. That's uh, too played out. But again, that's one of the main conspiracy theories going on right now. Crazy thing about conspiracy theories is that a lot of them are true. Flat Earth thing, it's a little crazier. But again, talk to a real one. <laughs> if try going online and going down the rabbit hole, I mean, you'll you'll find an answer for everything on that ship. But again. I don't give a fuck if it's flat earthers or even Trump, you know. Uh, I don't like the guy. He's obviously a, a shitty person, but the jokes, I'm, I'm into jokes. That's The jokes come first in my life, all right? Not family, not friends, jokes. So I'm tired of flat earther jokes. I'm tired of people saying uh, Trump has small hands and he's orange. Let's get better jokes. Let's really get to the gut. Let's, uh, you know. Let's hit below the belt, but let's be creative. Uh, let's make fun of their children or, you know, dead relatives, something like that. But um, again, yeah, Flat Earthers, guys. It's not uh, it's not that big a deal. I'm not going to continue to pile on, but thank you for the question or topic. Uh, even though it was poorly worded and expressed, Matthew Robert Martinez. All right. So let's go next to. I'm just gonna go in order. All right. I'm just reading them in order. I got them here in front of me. We got Eddie Groove Acosta. And he has, he actually has multiple entries here, multiple questions. So this is the first one. But again, I'm going in order. That's the homie. Uh great teacher, great basketball coach. All right. Eddie Groove Acosta, fellow hip hop head, as you'll see later with some of the questions. But he asked what would your last meal be just in general i guess before i die i guess or before i get electrocuted maybe he thinks uh, that's how my life's gonna end i'm gonna do some horrific crime actually reminds me uh, the other day i was talking to my girlfriend and i was like you know just randomly it's like those memes that say nobody and then it's blank and then me and then it's some crazy shit i just randomly asked her like how many people you could you think i could kill yeah uh, before that before i got caught you know so if that happens and I get caught, I'm going to be in the wheelchair. In the movies, they always, you know, at least back in the day, it was like, what do you want your last meal to be? So, But yeah, I'm going to take that uh, that killing thing out. I think I'm going to edit that out. No, just kidding. But yeah, I did say that in real life. Um, what else did I say? I said some other weird shit. Oh, I said, I asked how, it's like, there's no, nobody again. And then, well, she was there and then I was like, I wonder how human flesh tastes like what human flesh tastes like. So yeah, I'm a little weird. I get, but I mean, I'm I'm mostly joking. I'm just trying to trip her out. Mostly joking. Mostly joking. All right. So last meal, I don't know. And it says El Paso restaurants only. So that's, you know, I mean, luckily we have a lot of great restaurants here, man. It's just so hard to pick one last meal. I'm known as a burger guy, you know, uh, I got a, Hamburger, cheeseburger tattooed on my arm. I love cheeseburgers. I love pizza. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love cheeseburger? Who doesn't love pizza? But when I go out of town, I typically try to look for the, the burger spot. But, of course, Mexican food you know, is bomb. Italian food is up there as well. If I had to go Mexican, El Paso restaurant, man, just, there's so many. There's so many great ones. But I really, fuck, I don't know. I like green Chicken, uh, green chili, chicken enchiladas, man. But, you know, they got these uh, green chi- green crab enchiladas at Kiki's. Those are bomb as fuck. Made with 100% real green crab. Just kidding. It's the, the chile that's green. All right. So those are up there. Shit, man. Uh, we got pizza. I don't know, man. You know, you got pizza joint. Got Crazy Dave's Pizza. Shouts to Crazy Dave's. That's uh, my boy Alex Zubiate out there uh, running that shop. Um, great pizza. El Paso restaurants only. You know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to go with burgers. got to stay true to brand. Stay true to the tattoo. Burger Life Team Burger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with a cheeseburger from... Now, from where... Because there's, oh man, there's a lot of great burger spots here. You got the, just the home style burger. You got the, whatchamacallit, gourmet style, fast food style. But the fast food, I mean, there's not, I don't think there's any El Paso-owned fast food. but, Or charcoal or maybe. But yeah, you know what, I'm going to have to go with. Because you got, shots to to the burger spots. Let's just take this time to shout out the burger spots as I've done before. Some of the ones that might pop in my head right away. You got Chuko Burger. You got, Crave's got some good burgers. Block independent you know there's just the random dive places that have great burgers lucky boy is that is it called lucky boy no lucky cafe lucky boy i think has great burgers too i think i've eaten You got some new spots that i haven't checked out like trap burger i still haven't checked out there's several that have just popped up that i gotta check out but for right now on the spot gun to the head i'm gonna go with frisco burger and i think groove already knows i'm gonna say that but you know he's a burger guy too, so that's why he wants me to talk about. But take a sip off the Miller Lite. Frisco Burger Guys, located on what is it, Loma Land and Pebble Hills? It's up there. They uh, it's a home style type of burgers, what I like to call it. The toasted bun, golden shiny bun. I get the double meat, cheese, bacon, no onions because I fucking hate onions. And they don't have jalapenos there I don't think but they have this cuz I haven't been there in a while but cuz it's kind of on the opposite side of town but they ha, uh they got this uh like a salsa green salsa that you can squeeze on it they got it in one of those squeezable bottles at least they used to but I'm sure they still do like the same way you would squeeze ketchup or mustard <clears throat> excuse me man those hit the spot nice and greasy uh, I just love those burgers so I'm going to go with that I actually ate the Heartbreaker Burger once there, uh, which is a four-meat burger with cheese, mushrooms, chili. It's got everything on it. It's huge. It's one of those challenge burgers. But anyways, yeah, the double meat, cheese, bacon, onions, and the, the salsa on top. That just hits the spot. With the fries, of course, the Dr. Pepper. Funny thing about that place is they also sell Chinese food. All right, So if you haven't been there, it's been around forever, guys. It's an El Paso staple. Check them out uh i guarantee you'll like it if you're into burgers i can't vouch for the excuse me i can't vouch for the chinese food but i'm sure it's great um so check it out but yeah that's what i'm gonna go with on that one all right i'm already got i already got good time so i think i'm gonna i'm really on the second question or third question second question damn all right so yeah this is i thought this was gonna be hard all right so same person eddie groove acosta top three gangstar tracks this is not a hip hop podcast guys but I'm a hip hop guy Eddie grooves a hip hop guy so we tend to talk about hip hop a lot but I don't like to think of it as a hip hop uh people assume it is cuz the uh, people that know me because of my past and you know the promotions that I've done the label record label, record label me and my boy used to run and and I just been in in the hip hop scene for a long time here in El Paso but uh I like this fucking question top three gangstar tracks because it's so hard to pick just three from a from a group that it's a legendary group that has a shit ton of great songs and i'm trying my best to keep looking up at the camera in case i gotta release a clip but it feels really weird like i said guys i don't have a guest here look usually i'm looking into the the beautiful eyes of my guests getting lost in their eyes not today i'm getting lost in fucking technology in front of me but the top three gangstar tracks man I put a little bit of thought into this, but I already forgot. I kind of like mentally, I didn't take any notes down at all, but I mentally kind of put it together in my head. I'm not going to, there's so many, man. You know what I'm saying? There's just so many. And let me just say this guru, rest in peace, guru. Uh, one of my favorite MCs of all time. Funny, just quinky dinks, not that funny. I don't know why people say that. Oh, it's funny. And it's not. But last night we were out uh, on a bit of a double date double date haven't had one of those in never because that's some pussy shit just kidding it's not it's actually super fun romantical and actually if it is pussy shit it makes you wonder why haven't i done it before since i'm the biggest pussy out there you know what i'm saying but we were i went to go see the lights downtown the christmas tree all that shit you know i'm one of those people that i don't necessarily volunteer terribly do those things but when if somebody says somebody gives me a little push and if they do the driving and the parking and all that i'll go so let me get to the point of that fucking story it was me my girlfriend jessica shouts to jessica and the homegirl leslie and um and her dates. the homie uh nervous danny nervous lucero all right uh really dope hip-hop dj from mountain cruises i believe he was born here anyways I just randomly asked. We were at some bar. I think it was a church bar. We were, uh, you know, pumping some fucking cash into that Touch Tunes jukebox, which I fucking love, which is not good because I've spent so much money. It's very easy just to get lost in that shit before you know it. You know, I've spent $30, $40 in that shit. Not last night because I don't have it. I got the money like that. But I have dropped a lot of money. Anyway, so we're just talking hip hop. And I asked them, you know, who's your favorite... You know, just who's your favorite? Not no top five and you know, all that shit. We didn't get all deep in such Just who do you like? Who do you like the most? Who do you listen to? Who's your favorite? Like rapper and shit. And if memory serves, he said guru, you know what I'm saying? He likes Gangstar and Guru. That's his favorite favorite, according to you know him and the question. I thought that was pretty cool because nobody ever into in my opinion, guru's so underrated, you know, they never he doesn't get the shine he deserves and now he's passed. So the group is him, and then we got Premier, uh, best producer of all time, in my opinion. Uh, so top, so we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving because we got a lot of questions. That I can't believe I've already actually doing pretty good on time. I'm going, I've beaten up a lot of time. So, but I'm gonna base it more on because there's so many. I'm gonna base it on personal, just nostalgic shit, just personal experiences, things that remind me of other stuff. In no particular order, uh, we're gonna go. It's I guess in a bit of an order, but step in the arena it's got a song called just to get a rep i that album's a classic fucking album like i said not gonna get too deep because we've got to keep it moving a lot of questions but that reminds me of my teenage years that album and just hip-hop in general but that album and that song it just helped me get through a lot i had a I, you know my upbringing's a little crazy uh my teenage years just my childhood in general but when I found hip hop and got more and more into it, it was just uh it helped out a lot. But getting a little choked up. Just uh just kidding. The but then the video's dope, the beat is dope, the song is dope. It's a story type of song. Check it out just to get a rep. Crazy thing is that there's two versions. And one version, you know, somebody uh, well, there's you just gotta check it out. It's a story. Somebody gets robbed, somebody gets revenge, just to get a rep. You know, they did it to get a rep so there's a short version and there's a longer version so check out both versions next song would be i would say damn i'm gonna go with militia militia because it's a sick ass song of course one of their best songs but it's guru premiere which is gangstar featuring Big Shook and featuring motherfucking, who is it? Uh, Freddie Fox, Bumpy Knuckles, a.k.a. Bumpy Knucks. Uh, this song is just a dope-ass song. Check it out. One of their best, but also because I, I would say I'm one of the few people, I'm the uh, just in general, you know, whoever was part of or whoever got to see Gangstar open up for Rage Against the Machine many moons ago when Rage dropped, the Los Angeles, uh, what's it called? I forgot the name of the album, but they had, they were on tour for that shit. Um, Gangstar opened up. So, you know, whoever was on tour got to see this. But it's mostly it's mostly Rage fans at those shows. All right. And but I, I went primarily for Gangstar. I like Rage also, but which is coming to El Paso very soon, I hear, but they Perform that song and big suge and freddie fox were there so they actually performed the song with each guy doing their parts because as you know in hip-hop a lot of times if the person that you one of your best songs might have a feature but they're not on tour with you so you kind of just do your part they just do their part i mean or sometimes they'll do the other guy's part they'll, they'll actually do the lyrics with somebody else somebody else's shit or have the crowd do it this time these guys were there so i just feel like it's one of those special things that you know, not a lot of people got to see. Not a lot of hip-hop heads and gangstar heads got to see. Plus, it's just a great song. So let's keep it moving. After that, we're going to go with DeWick. Uh, again, another great song. There's a story behind that song. Do your own research on that because we got to keep it moving. But uh, I, I like that song because it just reminds me of, at this point, it's high school years. Uh, and the, it's just a dope song, man. It's one of those karaoke songs for me where I just know every single word it's gangstar featuring nice and smooth greg nice and smooth b that's a group you know i left my philly at home do you have another i want to get blended my brother that actually has been sampled in other songs i want to get blended my brother i forgot the pothead group that sampled it total devastation or some shit um but yeah man i know all the fucking words to that shit and even the other two songs i mentioned uh, i know the words to that shit too people that know me know how i get down but the funny thing on that, in that video, they're like on a beach, and Guru's got this shirt that's green green and blue stripes across, horizontal, big stripes. And for whatever reason, I just thought it looked dope. And I was on the hunt for a shirt, obviously not the exact same one, but with, you know, that color scheme, green and blue, big stripes. And I just was everywhere trying to look for something like that. And, uh, yeah, man, I found it. I think it was through the fucking JCPenney catalog. And, yeah, I fucking rocked that shit. I know people, you know, at school don't they didn't know the backstory of why I have that shirt. Who gives a fuck about a simple T-shirt with green and blue stripes? But in my head, I just thought it was dope because I love Gangstar and Guru and Premier. You know what I'm saying? So that answers that question, Groove. All right, Groove also asked favorite poem and having me read it on the episode as we take a sip. That I'm gonna have to look it up. I'll be honest with you, Groove. I don't have a fucking favorite poem. I don't read poetry, really. But if I had to pick one for the sake of the podcast, we're going to, I I got an answer for you. Let me pull it up, though. So, sorry for the silence as I type here. But you want me to read it. So, can't say no to the fans, the listeners. Nah, I don't I don't consider you a fan. I, of course, you're my boy. But here it is. I think I found it. I should have pulled it up before, but. Okay, so the backstory here is I'm going to just go with a poem called Nothing Gold Can Stay. He already knows where it's from. If you're listening, it's not about the poem itself. It's a dope poem. It's pretty short. He Again, he probably already knew I was going to pick this. He knows me pretty well. Get out of my fucking head groove. All right, but uh, again, it's a poem. Let me read it first and fuck it. All right. So it's nothing gold can stay. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down today. Nothing gold can stay. I should have read it like a rap. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. No. That was horrible, but yeah. Anyways, nothing. In other words, nothing good uh, lasts forever. Type of thing. That's uh, you know it's a Robert Frost poem. But the reason I like it is because it's featured in a, my favorite movie of all time, the greatest movie of all time, The Outsiders. So if uh, if y'all have heard of Stay Gold, that's where it's from. They say that they say Stay Gold in the movie. Ponyboy reads this poem. Unless well, this is a different version. For some reason, the second half of that looks sounds different in my head. But, yeah, that's my favorite movie. So, the reason... Uh, so, again, I don't read fucking poetry. But let me say this real quick. Okay, I'm going to go on a fucking rant. Real fucking quick. This is what you fucking want to hear, right? Jesus talks shit. I have nobody here to make fun of. So, I'm just going to do it to just the people in general. In a general sense. Motherfuckers that... It's stay gold, all right, guys? Stay gold. Not stay golden. Not fucking stay golden, man. All right? Stop fucking that shit up. It's one of the few things that pisses me off. Because stay gold. <laughs> like I have no idea why people keep saying stay golden. I mean, I get it. It's easy to mix those up. But that goes to show me that you just want to be cool and shit. You just want to be cool. You want to sound like you know what the fuck you're talking about. No, man if you say stay golden then obviously you haven't seen the movie or you just don't give a fuck but you want to fit in with other people that say stay gold i've seen people with tattoos that say stay golden if you're listening to this i mean fuck man i'm trying my best to be nice but nah, oh, man get that shit covered up if it's spelled wrong get that fucking tattoo covered up know what i'm saying it's stay gold not stay golden all right stop trying and just in general stop trying to fucking fit in and be cool man if you haven't seen the movie it's all good it's a fucking it's kind of a cult classic it's not a big deal man uh stop saying that shit stay gold say it right all right my favorite movie stop fucking it up i got it tatted on my shit stay gold but not stay golden fuck all right keep it moving see you got me worked up that's what she wanted Groove then, mission accomplished motherfucker all right so those are the three that groove has i think he has another one later on we're going to kind of shoot through these real quick because, damn, I'm... Well, I'm not... Well, just to let you know, I'm about 31 minutes deep. But, damn, I thought this was going to be a little harder. I'm a natural. What can I say? It's called being a fucking genius, guys, all right? You should try it sometime. Anyways. All right, next question. It's not really a question. It's just a fucking word. The homie, Krista J. Ramirez, another homie, Uh, she typed uh, and she put potatoes. Motherfucking potatoes all right so not surprised she's a fucking dork but it's fucking potatoes here's the thing man potatoes straight up if you're in a bind if you're in a pinch and uh, they make good weapons man if you need to fuck somebody up get you get your potato just you know just bash somebody bash somebody's head over and over with a fucking potato i recommend a nice you know idaho idaho russet. You know, you don't want to go with those red potatoes are too small. Get you a nice Idaho russet and just pummel somebody to death if, you know, if possible, if that's an option, if you can get away with it. And, uh, you know, make potato guns, another cool weapon-related thing. Look that up. You got, you know, you've seen it in the movies, they've sometimes used them as silencers. So, again, more weapons, more destruction, more evil. That's what we want to do. We want to overrun the world with evil, with destruction, all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, let's form a gang. Let's start a gang of potato-wielding maniacs. Potatoes, guys. But also make a, I've heard at least, that you can eat them. They make a tasty treat. Uh, again, mashed potatoes, fries, all kinds of stuff like that. you got the holidays coming. Or we're in the middle of it. Uh, so apparently you can eat them too. But like I said, I wouldn't mind beating the shit out of somebody with a nice russet. A nice Idaho russet. All right. Jeremy Garcia put, do it. Must buy items for the Christmas season. I think he said, do it. uh, Basically referring to me saying that I wanted to do a solo episode. So he's saying, do it. So thank you for the words of encouragement, Jeremy. Uh, Again, another buddy of mine. Dope DJ. All right. Must buy items for Christmas season. I mean, I would say a potato for sure. Get some potatoes just in case you never know. And, you know, again, multi-use type shit, multi-use item. Get your potato. Get you a few potatoes. Get your family potatoes. They make great stock, stock stock but but stocking stuffers. All right. Uh let me continue with the, let me see what else I can come up with here on the spot while I take a sip. Still not buzzing. I usually depend, I mean, I'm funny without the buzz, but I'm a different kind of funny with the buzz, you know what I'm saying, and I'm not buzzing, so it's a different vibe, I feel different, I feel good, I might have to try this more often, just, uh, you know, sober podcasting, sounds horrible, I've done several other naughty things on the podcast, fun fact, but, you know, I'm not at liberty to discuss, Uh, only on a few episodes but uh yeah man i would say potatoes first get yourself some sweet jesus merch get yourself some el paso merch shouts to motherfucking el paso uh mine and my my uh brother from another mother uh is is our clothing line visit the new store and what else i'm trying to think of other cool merch but to be honest let me give some quick advice with gift giving guys gift giving especially if it's uh just uh, this is just how I've always done it. Just depending on who it is, you know, whatever they get, they fucking get. You know, again, uh, you know, it's just the thought that counts. But if you're spending money, what well, don't you want them to use it? Don't you want them to like it? So I typically try to again, depending on who it is, but I'll, I just ask them, man. Hey, what the fuck you want? And That way, you know, you already know they're gonna like it. So. As far as must-buy items, I don't keep up with that shit because I'm I'm somewhat of a minimalist. Okay, As gay as that me sounds, as it's coming out of my mouth, I realize how gay that sounds. And I mean the, you know, not the good kind of gay, the bad kind of gay, not the good. The good kind of gay would be uh, actual sex with uh, somebody from the the same sex. But um, no, as far as lame, it sounds lame coming out of my mouth, minimalist. But yeah, I just don't, I'm not into buying all kinds of crazy shit. like a couple gadgets here and there, but I keep my clothes chill, simple. So I have no idea what the hot items are. Uh, Beanie Babies, is that still a thing? Um, You know, you have various items that come out that people are killing themselves over. You you know, you got videos of Black Friday. Again, trying to look into the camera. Uh, You know, I recently posted a Black Friday video, and it's an old video. Okay. It's from 2015. But I just put it just to make a stupid joke. I said, I guess El Paso Strong means strong enough to pull a 50-inch screen TV away from somebody. El Paso Strong, okay? And the video was from Walmart. And, you know, most people get the – most people. I got laugh reactions, you know, from some people. And, of course, one person said, oh, that video is from 2015. And then I replied, thanks, Joke Killer Jones, because that's a Joke Killer Jones. It's a buddy of mine, but still, I got to gotta do the mocking voice. Oh, that video's from 2015. Uh, no shit. It doesn't matter if it's... No matter what year it is, it's the fuck, It's a fucking joke. It's a crazy video. People fighting over fucking TVs and other beanie babies and potatoes and shit. You know? Yeah, it's a fucking joke, dude. And, you know, that's a buddy of mine, but it's weird when people who never comment on your shit, they only comment, like, once in a blue moon, and it's always just to, like, to diss you or something. Some little bullshit little diss. So that's kind of weird. I've always thought that was kind of strange, but whatever. And that's the other thing. It brings me back to the flat earthers, you know, gift giving. They they destroy themselves, guys. They're not going to get invited to the awesome white elephant gift exchange. And I say that, of course, sarcastically because those are usually terrible. They don't get invited to the awesome gender reveal parties, for example. That has nothing to do with Christmas or gifts. Uh, that's what popped in my head guys and that's what you're fucking getting gender reveal parties uh, speaking of i had a gender reveal party last night if you know what i mean um the fun kind so so let's move forward guys yeah get yourself some milk paso get yourself some sweet jesus radio and get yourself some potatoes all right all right next question luisa navarro 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 mental health again a a buddy of mine she put mental health with an exclamation mark first of all don't fucking yell at me all right i don't know you like that you're my homegirl but we're not cool like that don't fucking yell at me drop the attitude uh that's a fucking joke but i need to stop saying that i'm just gonna pretend i'm not joking even though i am like fuck your feelings like if you don't know i'm joking and you're my friend then fuck you dude like we shouldn't be friends but it's just a habit because people get all bent out of shit but lisa's cool as fuck i i I would like to believe she would get that i was joking she'd understand that i'm joking but mental health so who knows man that's just mental health she wasn't being very specific so uh in general mental health obviously you know it's a mainstream topic an important topic but it's just you were you're gonna hear about this shit and a million other podcasts and talk shows and tv shows mental health so i'm not gonna spend too much time on it but like i said because i don't really like talking about current events but mental health, I'm just going to say this, man. I have, I myself had a fucking panic attack for the first time last year, around around this time. Fuck, it's almost a the year anniversary of my panic attack. Actually, it was crazy. I did an episode where I describe it going depth, so find that shit. I don't know what number it is, so don't, you know. But the picture, the thumbnail, instead of having a picture of me and my guest, it's a picture of the bracelet that I had to wear at the hospital because I actually had to go to the fucking hospital. I thought I was going to die. So anybody else had a panic attack? But anyways, I have my own trauma, my own fucking past. Now, after the, after the panic attack, I've been having, my anxiety has been really bad, shit like that. You know, I'm not trying to go into a sob story, but I'm just saying I have experience with it. I have several friends who are bipolar and have anxiety and different types of issues. So it's horrible. But I'm going to focus on one aspect of it. My heart goes out to the people that do go through it. There's different levels to it, of course. But I also think because it's so like talked about, which is not a bad thing, there's always going to be those assholes that want to take advantage of it. So I know there's a percentage that's hard. You can never tell who the fuck's lying or who's making But there's a percentage of motherfuckers that are faking it or making it to be more claiming to have severe mental health issues or anxiety or depression or whatever else. More than what they actually what they're actually experiencing, so of course that goes is when anything like this comes up. There's always gonna be people that take advantage of shit like that. So if you're that type of person, I hope something horrible happens to you today. You're a horrible piece of shit. Uh, if you're kind of faking it or just kind of you know exaggerating with the shit, because there's people actually going through real shit out there. I hope you get a flat tire. I hope you catch a really bad cold or something worse. You know. You know, death isn't out of the question um, I don't care I said on a, another Facebook post and I don't like talking about my Facebook post that much but you know I'll do it this once well this is the second time now but you know I said wishing death on people is is underrated because honestly there's a lot of people in the world that are a waste of space you know that's I, I have no problem wishing them and it sounds funny at the time too and you know you get a nice little reaction from people but I really do certain wish certain people would die And um but yeah, mental health. I mean, I would say, fuck. Take care of yourself, man. Do seek help. Don't go out alone. Don't go it alone. Uh, but I don't want to spend too much time on that. But thank you for the comment. She has another one, Luisa. You know, I'm gonna say this about mental health. It's so weird because of course it's we wanna talk about it. That's how we get to the root of things, that's how we get resolution, right? But in a weird way, I'm not saying this is bad. This is just me making observations. This is just how I'm wired guys. My mind goes everywhere. I like to deconstruct things and get deep, deep down and just to the root cause of things or just, you know, just observe. But I feel like a part of me at least feels like the more it's talked about, the more it actually, it actually ends up creating more of it. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. And I'm usually a little more articulate, but starting to get that buzz I wanted. But you know what I'm saying? The, we talk about it so much that it ends up being a conducive or actually producing more more mental health issues, if that makes sense. Because it's just talked about everywhere. And then you start getting lost in your own mind and your own head. Maybe I have that. Maybe this, this, and that. And there's nothing wrong with it. We've got a diagnosis. But, you know, uh, you know, just try your best to to not get caught up in that aspect of it. But it is a very real thing. Don't be that asshole that tells the friend just get over it or cheer up. That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> but you know, I've never done that as a big of an asshole as that I that I am. i I've, I've, not even I do that shit. You know, I like to I like to be a listener, man, to my friends. You know, let them vent to me. So I just listen and listen and listen. Uh, Offer words of encouragement if they ask. I'll throw a little bit of advice, but I try not to make it generic. Stop with the generic bullshit. Stop with the platitudes. Everything happens for a reason. Time heals all wounds. Blah blah blah. Nah, doc. Uh, just come from the heart. You know what I mean. But uh, okay. Next question, Luisa Navarro again. Navarro, double R, and add that extra roll, like on my belly. Which ones are your favorite tacos? And I like the way she worded it because it's got that little mexa vibe to it. Which ones are your favorite tacos? All right. Instead of what are your favorite tacos or something like that. It's got that little mexa vibe, which I like. We're on the border. Let's mix it all up. Let's get this this gumbo going. Uh, Man, you know what? Tacos. I love tacos, man. But it's just, again, another played out thing. It's Flat Earthers. It's tacos. And it's Trump. uh, You know? How about some Trump tacos? You know, we barbecue him. We talked about eating human flesh earlier. Uh, Get some Trump tacos. But, um, nah, man, I'm not, you know, I love tacos. But I'll be honest with you. I know there's all these different types of tacos now. I'm going to go with what I grew up on. And it's not the type that people normally like out here, which is just a little tortilla with the little meat and shit. That shit's bomb, taco tote style. There's a million places. Don't Google or Don Cuco. What if it was a white person? It's like, this guy's named Don. Donald Cuco. Um, man, I like the fried tortilla. It's fried into a shell. Basically what my grandma made, all right? I like what my grandma made. It's a, a fried tortilla. And it's beef and potato kind of mashed together. All right? That's the fucking the taco with with diced, to chop the lettuce and tomato and cheese and cheese you know sometimes we can have fucking cheese all right so sometimes it's cheeseless but that's my shit that's what i think of like that's if you say the word taco that's the i start thinking of the flavor and it, it all comes back to me my grandma slaving over a hot stove taking care of kids that aren't hers you know me and my sister for example and several others uh because I have such awesome parents. Um, but yeah, that's what I roll. That's, you know, that's what I, I wish there was more of that. They got a couple places that make something, they make them in that style. But, you know, I know the other styles is more like deeper Mexico shit. Like that's, it's the other, the smaller tortilla and all that. But I'll eat that shit up too. But uh, again, I don't, I don't need too many tacos. It's more burgers. But if it's Mexican, it's going to be enchiladas or chilaquiles yeah i'll go in chiladas all the way man uh, but yeah thanks again for the question trump tacos like i said don trump tacos don cuckoo that did not come out as funny as i hoped but anyways rico Velas, uh he just kind of made a comment uh, but i'm gonna shout him out because that's my boy he basically said you should set up a panel of previous guests and let them interview interview you for once in other words interview me uh great idea it's dope i mean but i'm not gonna say hey guys interview me you know what i'm saying that's like holy shit i'm already a piece of shit egomaniac i'm not gonna go that far where i'm like hey y'all want to interview me let's set up this event just for me but it's but it's a great idea if anybody would like to do it and set it up for me you know you know wink wink hint hints uh, do it up. But shouts to Rico, man. Uh, he's got a new wing spot. I forgot the name. It escapes me at the moment, but it's going to be across from Dewey's Pub on Piedras Central, El Paso. He's also the owner of Dewey's Pub right there next to uh, Coconuts and that whole area. That that whole area is popping off, and he's got the, the new wing spot, man. So that's going to be the new place. I'm not a big wing guy either, but if I go for wings, I'm going to be going there probably, to be honest. Support my boy. He's always supported Eye to Eye Productions has always supported the music that we've done, the shows, El Paso. He's actually, oh, now that I think about it, he's a past guest of Sweet Jesus Radio. And the one of the best episodes I have, the, you know, every episode's like my child. You know, I love them all, but his is definitely up there. As a matter of fact, if you go to the SoundCloud, it's going to be listed at the top because you, you can pin, Uh, you know, I think up to five episodes. And for right now, I changed those out from time to time, but right now his is at the top. Check out that fucking episode. Thank you, Rico, for commenting. Larry Overstreet put uh, commented relationship advice. wasn't specific. Didn't ask anything about it. Doesn't just the words relationship advice doesn't surprise me at all because Larry's a, a stupid piece of shit. Doesn't know how to type sentences. Again, this guy, I think he's just messing with me. You know, we don't get along. We had a falling out recently. He's a horrible human being. If you see him run the other way, he makes great shirts. He's made several of my shirts throughout the years, but we recently had a falling out and I think he's just fucking with me. He's just, you know, pretending to participate here to fuck with me. Uh, but all right, we're, I'm going to see you, man. I'm going to see you one of these days, man. I haven't seen you in public. I haven't seen you face to face. I know you've been talking shit, but we'll see what's up when I see you in person, man. Taking a sip of this. Just kidding, guys. That's my boy, Larry. He's a, he's he's a he's a buddy of mine. He doesn't even listen to the fucking podcast, so he's not even gonna hear that. But somebody should go tell him that I was talking shit. If you hear it, just just as a joke, let's, let's prank this motherfucker. It's my boy. Relationship advice? I don't know, motherfucker. I'll give you some advice. Relationship advice: Don't get into one because you know do do women a favor. Don't just leave them alone. Uh, you know, do the world a favor. Don't get into a relationship uh just be alone like the horrible piece of shit you are and that's I'll leave it at that all right so next question welcome damn I'm almost at an hour damn I'm going to just do nothing but solo episodes from here now uh, who needs a guest ah, sipping on the middle lights all right we got Larry, oh, it's Larry Oversheet. Again, he puts like Bill Burr. It's like, dude, is this, was that the, that week that I comment that I posted this shit? Was that like the first, like the first few days of you learning the English language or learning how to form sentences or learning how to use the internet? What's going on here? Like Bill Burr. Like Bill Burr. That's exactly how he talks to uh, Larry Overstreet over here. But, um, I guess he wants me to rant like Bill Burr. I rant I got my own style, man. I don't do anything like no Bill Burr or nobody else. Got my own style. All right. So even though I was joking about the beef, I mean, I still might slap you. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, we got El El, El Brain. El Brain. I think it's pronounced El Brain because he's a fucking mexa too. El Brain. But uh, I still remember to this day uh, a friend of mine was... She saw his name on, on social media, you know, on Facebook or whatever on one of my posts and she was like who's brain? <laughs> but I mean, you know I don't know if she was joking or not but it's obviously like, well, if, you, if you're from this area, you're gonna, and if you're Hispanic or whatever that word means um, it's el Brain, like he's trying to be cool and cute and shit, which he is, he's pretty cute in real life too, but she was like, what's... Who's Elbrain? Like all Valley Girl style and shit. Shit was hilarious. That shit's burned in my brain forever. One of the many, 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 many pieces of useless information in my head. All right? I got... I'll give you factoids about all kinds of shit. And it's fucking useless. It's helped me in my life. Zero percent. Maybe negative something percent. All right? That's Elbrain. He wants to know... He put worst guest ever again people don't like sentences i guess but i get the point as long, as long as i understand i guess that's the point uh you know i'm not obviously not gonna put a name out there you know what i'm saying i don't want nobody coming to me trying to fight me and shit because people like to fucking fight over the dumbest shit and like i mentioned earlier i've lost all my fights i can't fight at all uh you know i barely go out because i don't i don't want to run into anybody and but you know just in general man uh if you're the the worst type of guest would be this. There's most of the guests are people that I've sought out, but it's people I already know. So hey, you want to be on the show? It's a homie, and I've been lucky and blessed enough to know cool people who got cool shit going on. You know that are movers and shakers. But there's been some where I don't know them, and we've actually become friends through the podcast where I, I you know I invite them on, and, and we become friends to that, or at least buddies or whatever. But there's some people that request to be on. And from that whole percentage, that pool of people that request to be on, there's, you know, several, most of them I say no to, which is also hard to do. And that's a different topic because, you know, I'm sure they're getting all upset or something. Sometimes I just ignore. I don't even reply on the inbox. And then they will reply like, you know, the next day with like 10 question marks. That's happened before, too. Like because they demand an answer, I'm like I don't know you an answer. I know you shit. Take a fucking hint. But if you request to be on it and then I let you on it, that's happened several times. Because I'm like holy shit, yeah, I can't believe they want to be on it. Because damn, I've been wanting to ask them. But there's been times where like certain motherfuckers they request to be on the show, then they're on the show, and then uh, man, they clam up. They clam up. They're giving me short answers. It's only happened a couple times, but you know short answers i don't know if they're nervous or they're trying to sound cool or what the fuck but that's the worst type of guess right there let's keep it moving because i'm just i'm at 55 minutes damn some of the best questions okay well we only got a couple questions anyways left but these are gonna be like some story-based ones um but yeah man you know whether i request you or you request it don't clam up on me you know what i'm saying yeah, because it's different. Uh, it could be outgoing as fuck in real life, but once they put that mic in front of you, you know, a lot of people get nervous. I get it, shit. I grew up like that. It took me a, lot, a long time to get out of that comfort zone and, and come out of my shell. If you would have seen me in high school or even in my early 20s, I was just a fucking nervous wreck. Just constantly. Irrational fears. I should have talked about this during the mental health part. Irrational fears. I got a ton of them. You know what I'm saying? Even to this day. But somebody... I had posted something on Facebook. Again, I don't like talking about my Facebook post that much. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to do it this once. And uh, it's been more than once. But the, <laughs> the post was like somebody saying that: Is Does anybody... Like every time you get in a car, does anybody else uh, think that their car is just going to blow up for no reason? Uh, or is it just me? And I'm paraphrasing, but no, it's not just him. I have that irrational fear. I literally think that the fucking tires are gonna just come flying off and it's just gonna fucking blow up and you know I die uh, I take a couple of three year olds with me maybe uh uh an octogenarian here or there here and there you know just throwing that little fancy word out there an 80 something year old I think that's what it means you know I'm gonna take some people out with me not on purpose it's just I have an irrational fear that my shit's gonna just blow up um so just driving in general gives me fucking weird anxiety, and it's just a, such an irrational fear. Uh, but, you know, the older people, I mean, they had a good run, so I'm not, I don't feel too bad about them. The younger ones, yes. It's more sad, but if you're, I would say, where do you draw the line, 70 and up? That's a good run, right? 70 and up? I'm not too, man. It's tragic, don't get me wrong. Sorry about your grandma, but they had a good run. There's a lot of people that have died lots younger. My best friend, in 23, 24 years old, one of my cousins, same about same age, you know, violent deaths, suicidal deaths, kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm dead inside, for example. That would happen a long time ago, too. I've been dead inside for a long time. Um, but, yeah. So, next question. Eric Ibarra, another homie of mine. Again, let me just say real quick, thank you guys for actually replying and commenting and you know, all and participating. All right, because it's actually giving me, it's just right there. It's in that sweet spot of uh, an hour, hour and a half that I wanted to hit. And we're down to the last couple questions. So that's good. Thank you for participating. We'll do it again. Do these solo episodes once in a while. Hopefully we can get some new topics going. Uh, I don't know flat earth or bullshit, Matt. All right. Potatoes. All right. Eric Ibarra. Eric Ibarra, double R, once again. He commented, you should talk about the time you went sober. I would always see you. I was pissed drunk, and I was like, damn, this guy gets it. Well, you're right, uh, Chris. uh, Chris. Eric, you know, I always mix those names up because I had cousins named Chris and Eric. So when I see Eric, I think of Chris. When I see the name Chris on the line or whatever, I think of the name Eric. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I get it. No, I don't get it. Uh, this guy gets it. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the time, I was, probably, yeah, I was, you know, I was not as wise as I'd, as, I'd like, as I'd like to think I am now. But at least I was healthier and I was just firing on all cylinders because that, I'm not going to lie, that, that, that party life, that, that'll, that'll slow you down. In um, many different ways. Uh, okay, so let me talk about it again. We're about to wrap it up, and the last two questions are stories. Okay, fuck. So yeah, so basically, the first time it happened in my about like late twenties, man. Well, that's really the the only time I just but I fell off the wagon a couple of different, but I jumped right back on. So I think it was about twenty eight or some shit. Um, what happened? Okay, so. My just to give you some background, I didn't do shit. I didn't party during high school years like a lot of my now friends. They have man. I hear I hear stories of these motherfuckers like I've been smoking weed since I was thirteen and all that shit. I'm like, not me, man. I I don't I can't relate to that shit. You know what I'm saying? I drank a few times in high school. Uh, you know I think I tried weed once or twice already, like in my senior year. You know what I'm saying? and that's about it um but when i graduated it was just a weird home life man it's just that's a whole other podcast you know what i'm saying i'm saving that for the book no i'm just kidding but well you never know i might do but but um the after i graduated i just wanted to make up for lost time man you know what i'm saying and i just started partying so at first it was just like quiet shit well, I was doing it kind of already in my senior year, doing more and more Juarez, just mostly alcohol shit, you know. But I started getting crazier and crazier and started experimenting with drugs more and more. And it got, you know, I'm not trying to give you the short version per se, but at the same time, it's just, just, just understand that it just got crazier and crazier. And I was a late bloomer. Coming out of my shell, like I said, I used to be like real shy. I was becoming less and less shy and becoming more and more kind of known in the scene. And that's, some, that's when I started promoting shows. And then I met all these people and so on and so forth. But it also, it also increased my partying. And then at some point in my late 20s, like I was just like, fuck, I don't know. I, I just uh, I needed to change something because and I wasn't even really doing anything all that uh, addictive per se, but it was just going out you know just going out being the personality out there and staying up late and being tired all the time and just all this fatigue but it wasn't even no oh, it wasn't even about any type of hardcore addiction per se it was just like fuck got to change nothing changes if nothing changes nothing changes if nothing changes <sighs> yeah i got real close to the mic on that one check it out i'm gonna drink and then see if you can hear the gulpy gulp you Yeah, baby. So, so yeah, I was like, but by coincidence or whatever the fuck you want to call it, because, of course, people are going to be like, everything happens for a reason, Uh, which is another fucking platitude I fucking hate. Because, cool, yeah, it sounds cute, but what's the fucking reason? that Everything happens for a reason, that bit of information, if you want to call it that, is useless to me if I don't know the fucking reason, dog. You know what I'm saying? So don't tell me that shit. And now that I said it, people are going to fucking tell it to say it to me now just to fuck with me. All right. But if if you're one of those people that's going to do that to me and use it against me, then fuck you. I hope, like I said, I hope your car explodes and you kill an octogenarian and a three-year-old. All right. But um, anyways. The uh, yeah, man. So by coincidence, (laughs) everything happens for a reason. Uh, There was a lady at my work. I used to work at the El Paso Times. I was there for 13 years. Even through the partying, I would still make it to work. I worked hard, but I also partied hard. But I worked hard and I partied hard. And there was a lady, man, just, you know, a fucking lady. She wasn't even that much older than me, but she just had that mom vibe, which is going to affect me because I have mommy issues, among other issues. Most of my issues you do not want to subscribe to. That's a joke that I stole. It's not my joke, but, you know, I have issues you don't want to subscribe to like a magazine just for the people that don't get it have to explain it but uh yeah man so she but she just had this mom vibe and she just kind of took me under her wing kind of gave me this sort of short version we would talk as just buddies at work work buddies but i guess she would could sense that i was a horrible piece of shit where you know which i am but uh she just probably could sense that I was on the wrong path. Or I probably said something because I'm—I've always been like open. I like making jokes about my partying and the crazy things I do. Nobody ever believes me, but I guess she did believe me. Uh, and yeah, she just—and by by coincidence, all, not coincidence, but just by chance, for whatever reason, she was a hardcore Christian, and she she was doing a like a Bible study during lunch, and she invited me. And it was more—it's not really Bible study per se, but it was more revolving around. It was like a. A study revolving around the book Um "A Purpose-Driven Life" by Rick Warren or Nick Warren, one of these motherfuckers. Nick Warren is like a fucking producer, and then there's Rick Warren. But anyways, I think. But um, yeah, purpose-driven life, great fucking book though. I ended up reading it, so I I went and, like I said, long story longer, that kind of. I just got like, fuck, okay, well, I'm going to do this shit then just to kind of help me get out of it. So my sobriety started with religion. And what I always say is because people like, hey, I remember when you are all religious. And I don't regret it at whatsoever because I learned a lot, dude. Um, but it was mostly because I just needed some kind of crutch or help because I was like, fuck, you know, I just I was getting, shit was getting dark. And yeah, uh, just, it was cold turkey, man. Shit, I ain't even it was cold turkey as fuck i stopped drinking i remember i remember going to this i remember the day actually it was even before i stopped drinking actually before i was super religious i was because for those that don't know i'd I be I ended up becoming pretty hardcore christian but before i got super serious into it i had to stop drinking because i was just like fuck this let me test let me just see how long let me just go let me see how long i can go without drinking I remember the day, I remember my boy, I just, this is a vivid memory. My boy Ricardo had an apartment, a double tree, Mesa Hills, Mesa area. Uh, this guy, I hit it off. We're new friends. And uh, he, we were only friends for a while, but we just hit it off. But I was kind of in between apartments. That's a different story, different podcast too. So I was kind of staying with him. But then he uh, he went to Europe for a while. And, uh, hold on, I have to burp. Excuse me. But the dude, um, went to Europe for an extended period. And I was kind of house-sitting. And I just remember, I always had beer in the fridge and shit. And I had like a, I don't know what the fuck, probably like a 30-pack or some shit. Ah, hold on, I'm drinking. Get this next beer going. Um. And uh he I remember <laughs> I remember going to a hip hop show that was our show. We put together like a little uh, local showcase, out eye productions, Tito and I. You know, shouts to my brother Tito. Or you guys know him. Tito Diaz. Um and um yeah, so <laughs> I remember. Nothing crazy happened, man. I didn't quit. Like usually people have this crazy rock bottom story. I don't. But I remember the last time I drank, I went to that show and I got plastered. And somebody needed to ride back home to the west side. I'm not gonna say who's keep them out of the story. It's not that important, but uh on the way on the way back. And this is a big motherfucker, okay? Big, tough motherfucker who could easily beat me up, which is not saying much, because again. I'm easy to beat up. I've lost all my fights. Um, but on the way, on the way back, or on the way to take him home, he was kind of in the same area as I. Uh I was <laughs> I was purposely, intentionally driving um all crazy just to scare him. I was swerving like a motherfucker. But I like I knew what I was doing. I was plastered, but like at the same time, like and I'm not promoting or that shit's not funny at all. Okay, I don't drink and drive anymore. Uh, again, and that's, just, that's just where I was at at the time. You know what I'm saying? So not glorifying it or promoting it whatsoever. Again, try to look back in, up to the camera. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I was just swerving. I felt like in my mind I had somewhat control. You know what I'm saying? And I was breaking really hard and just doing all this shit, everything I could do to scare him. Because in my head, it was like, it'd be fucking, it's hilarious to see a big motherfucker, tough guy. It was a cool, nice guy, but it's just hilarious to see him like shit his pants, you know what I'm saying? Like scared out of his mind. That look of terror, that weird face that we make when we're terrified, that shit like gives me half a chub. Like, uh, I'm not even joking. Like, it's just funny to me. It's fucking hilarious. And uh, so I was like, just drop him off, go home. And then I woke up the next day, and there was a shit, There's a lot of beer left. And I just didn't drink that day. And I didn't drink the next day, and I didn't drink the next day. Before you know it, that turned into fucking, fucking, uh, you know, I mean, I fell off the wagon a couple of times but I got right back on. We're talking a good, almost two years, man. Maybe more. What year was that? Well, because I did the first, I did two years, and then I fell off for a year. And then 2008, all of 2008, didn't drink a single drop. And then I fell off New Year's Eve. Going into 2009, the joke I like to make is I celebrated one year of sobriety by getting fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So there's been a couple times, but yeah, that first one was a was a good stretch. Um, But yeah, I just went okay. Now I got a couple weeks under my belt. Eh, Let's just keep this shit going, man. I feel good. I feel healthy. Firing on all cylinders. And I just kept it going, but yeah, in the process, I did get—I became a hardcore Christian, learned a lot. That's why uh, people that are critical of religion and stuff like that—you know—it's you know you you make good points, but a lot of your shit, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because uh, I studied that shit. Uh, so, so shut the fuck up unless you know what you're talking about. But, but yeah, man, I was sober for a long time, and I would go to bars. We were still doing shows. And all that shit. So I'm actually, as a matter of fact, I was managing a fucking club for a little bit where Tricky Falls is at. Uh, It was called The Zone. Managing a fucking, you know, co-manager with somebody else, homie Frank, but shouts to rest in peace Vince, who owned that. But yeah, um, you know, I could have had free, free everything, free liquor, free beer, and I didn't drink a single drop. So, which is, you know, if you're managing some sort of addiction, uh, it's not recommended to be managing a fucking bar or a club, nightclub. But that's just what it was. You know, that's just my unorthodox shit. You know, funny thing about if you're listening to this and you're, you're struggling with that, and I still manage, I'm still struggling with my little addictions. I'm drinking beer right now. It's like there's different levels to it. There's hardcore addicts that are doing shit every day. And then there's like a kind of a lower level shit like mine where I'm like, you know. I like to binge drink here and there, do a little this, do a little that. But back then, that homie whose apartment I was, uh, you know, uh, house who I was housing for—I shouldn't have fucking said his name, but that's just how it is. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while. That's my boy, though. But um, he—I remember I I went sober, but we'd still hang out. And I—I—I'm like, I can't go into too much detail, but I turned that guy on to a lot of different shit. Like hardcore shit. Hardcore shit. By this point it's like hardcore shit. And I stopped. So I'm like his mentor, so to speak. And he would just like try to put me in I would still hang out with him, but I'm completely sober at a bar or whatever. And he's trying to go and do his thing and trying to like get me back into the the thing. And I'm like, nah man, like I'm sober dude. Like I don't care. Like I don't it wasn't even that hard. It wasn't even when you're strong, uh, at that point, the religion provided the strength. I'm not going to lie. But when you feel that strength, man, my fucking neighbor is noisy as fuck. Uh, it's not even hard. Like, it's it's not like a struggle at all. It's easy. And then it freaks people out. Like, man, I just saw you do this, this, and that. Again, don't want to incriminate myself, but, uh, you know, a few months ago, it was like, yeah, that was a few months ago, man. And, so I don't. I don't give a fuck, bro. It's whatever. So he would try. To, so long story short, he fucking became enraged one night because I would not do certain stuff with him, uh, you know, party with him. And I just remember that night to this day because the look on his face of rage of somebody who I could easily like slap and just, you know, slap around. But uh, he just didn't get it. But but I did feel a little bad because I'm the one that put them on to, like, certain shit. Uh, But, yeah, man, that led to a journey of just, like, being sober for a long time, falling off. Let me see, 2004, going into all of 05, 06. Okay, and I guess I fell off around late 06 and all of 07. But then all of 08, I was sober again. And then since New Year's Eve 2008, New Year's Day 2009, i have not uh you know i've been just doing my thing but uh yeah man i recommend i mean you know everybody's different man but if you're a binge drinker even if you're a lower level type of uh partier and addict like me where i'm not we're not doing it every day that's kind of what you you tell yourself uh uh, cool that's what you you know i'm not telling you what to do but when you're sober you're like you're you're way more uh efficient and just firing on all cylinders but some people aren't doing it. like i'm you know like I'm, i work uh got my jobby job actually right now i'm in between jobs but you know i've always always been an entrepreneurial type but the uh so i kind of need to be firing on all cylinders you know i'm always got some sort of project the, the podcast El paso whatever else the shows that we used to do but if you're if your life is much more simple, then maybe it's manageable and then that's what you want to do, do your thing, man. But you got people out there with kids and shit. They're putting the party in front of the kids, ahead of the kids, you know. That's I, I don't think that's cool. Cause that's uh, you know, a lot of well, a lot of parents do that shit, including my own. But yeah, so we're gonna go that got a little serious, got a little personal. I didn't have too many jokes there, but you know, I shared something personal about myself with you guys now the the last question well second the last one the last comment isn't a question but we'll talk about that here in a bit because it involves my boy but the next one but shouts to eric thanks for the awesome topic man and thanks for noticing that i was working on myself at that time now i'm still working on myself i feel like i'm wiser but i'm not sober but i feel like i'm wiser than i was back then like fuck but the wiser you get the more in your head you get too and it's like fuck like there's no answers this whole shit's bullshit (laughs) the world's the world's crazy man you end up back you end up uh, back in the same spot you started a lot of times but uh but yeah thanks eric we actually had a, a game night and a little bit of a double date with the homie eric and his uh his girl lorraine i keep looking at my monitor here but the camera's up there but yeah next question Thanks for having us over at your crib, buddy. All right. Long time friend. Staple of the scene. Dope DJ. Uh, the next question. Again, the all-star of the questions and comments. Eddie Groove Acosta, everybody. With yet another comments or question. Let me see what the fuck this is. Uh, yes. When, comma, how? Bitch ass Oxford, comma. And with whom... Like he's all proper about his shit. Like, he's got the period, too. He's he's doing this on purpose to fuck with me with the Oxford comma, I think. Uh, and whom did you lose your virginity to? Okay. Yeah, You're proper with that shit, but you're over here sharing videos. Oh, Premiere ripped this, did rip this beat. And it's like, dude, that's not even Premiere, dude. That's DJ Clark Kent. Yeah, I'm, I'm just busting your balls, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just messing with your groove. But, yeah, you know. Uh, virginity. only shit! I didn't know the shit was gonna get that serious. You know, I'm just trying to be retarded up here. Sipping on the middle lights. We yeah, have about an hour and 17 minutes. As you can tell, my voice has changed a little bit, getting a little slurry. So it's a good time to get close to ending it. But the virginity story is hilarious. I'm not even gonna like try to make too many jokes, but like, it's just I'm just gonna give you the story because it's actually pretty funny uh so yeah again just for the sake of time this is high school i think i'm 16 and man you know i had my little crew it wasn't my crew but you know whatever group of friends i hung out with and we uh i get invited which is rare because they were kind of the other guys in in that group were tighter with each other i was kind of like not as tight i didn't live as close to them and all that but anyways i get invited to some hangout one of the dudes that hung out with us or we hung out with he had a girlfriend and then she again he was younger than me but younger than i see now i'm self-conscious because i got fucking groove listening over here but but uh the the english teacher but um she invited us to some home some house Uh, the parents were going to be gone and she had some of her friends and she was requesting some male presents you know what i mean and so that homie invited a couple of dudes from the group that we hung out with and they needed more male one more male presence there was nobody else so they invited me uh borderline male you know <laughs> but uh, but uh so yeah I go and it's just just fucking some silly dumb teenagers at a house man it's just uh how many was it? One, two? It was like four of us—four dudes, four girls, or three dudes, three girls, some shit. Might have been four. Anyways, the girl that I, I, I didn't get to pick. It was just, you know, I just so and so was with this girl, and this girl like this. The girls pick pretty much. So I'm just like, whatever. I'm just here for the story. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the shit I do is for the story. And uh, so yeah, dude you got to understand here's the backstory and here's like again here's kind of the end of the show here so we're going hour and 20 minutes but just to let people know if you're for the older heads my age and up you know i would say i don't know what the cutoff would be man but you know mid 30s and below it's just a different world man back then sex was like this humongous deal like if you hooked up with somebody quote unquote We would use different words. Like in in my school, I went to Bowie High School. A lot of Spanish, a lot of Spanglish. I don't even remember what fucking words we used, but uh, you know, if you hooked up, quote unquote, you meant that it meant that you made out with this person, basically. And you know, hopefully, luckily, you got to touch a boob. Well, first it would be the butt. If you got a boob, that's like a bigger step. And that's just the way it was. Now, don't get me wrong. There was people having sex, but. It was just a small, small percentage, I feel. And uh, so it was just a big deal, man. So so I'm there, and I'm thinking at the very most, this girl who was just cute, she was pretty. I remember she had some acne going on. I'm not making fun of it or anything like that, but I'm just saying, you know, that would be like one of the knocks on her just at that time. That's just how I looked at it now, so whatever. But, but she was pretty, and she had a, a banging ass body i've always been a face man though so you could be skinny as fuck or in between or chunky i'm more I, i'm more focused on the face but but she did have a uh, slamming body and again pretty but you know a little bit of bumpy bump and uh yeah so she was so i'm guessing at the very most i'm hoping to get a little makeout session out of this fucking shit But no, um, basically, so what ends up happening, I don't know, it's hard, it's it's been a long time, but for some reason, she, you know, we kind of all, all of us were talking in the same room and so on and so forth, and then she goes to some room, and then she calls me over, and I go, and I'm like, I can't really, I mean, I guess I was nervous, but just kind of somewhere, just kind of in limbo, just like, oh. I don't know what's going on. I was not exper- Let me just say this, too. Uh, the the person, this person who I lost my virginity to is probably also, no, I mean, trying to, I'm trying to think. Probably the first kiss I had, you know, as cute as I am, because I know I'm fucking cute as fuck. I didn't get a lot of action because I was just a socially awkward motherfucker. So I'm there, you know, 60, never. I think I did some spin the bottle shit quick peck on the lip shit, but never made out with anybody. And I'm going in and this person's calling me into this bedroom. And she's kind of like, let me just say this. She was 14, I believe, but she was advanced. So she was, she knew what she was doing. Like she, she was luring me in. Like this was all part of her plan and shit. And I go in and I have no idea what the fuck. I'm just like thinking she's asking, Oh, oh, come check this out. I'm thinking she's being like sincere. Like she just wants me to check something out in the room. And nah, she closes the door. And yeah, I mean, she just basically attacks me. You know what I mean? Where was the Me Too movement back then? You know, time's up. Hashtag Me Too. Because I gave no consent. She just pounced on me like a jungle cat. And we're making out. So I'm thinking, oh, cool. This is fun. Making out. And then she starts, like, she just starts taking her clothes off. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is pretty cool. Uh, But still, you know, making me a little nervous. She's obviously done this before. So it's a weird feeling. And things progress. She's just totally just got her clothes off at some point. And uh, so, of course, you know, I don't want to be a huge puss, which I am. But I don't want her to think I am. But, you know, I, I start taking my clothes off. And so we do our thing. You know, we end up. Having a intercourse, as the kid said, and but the funny part is that not really funny, but the interesting part is that the I you know you always hear these stories about when people talk talk about losing their virginity is that they uh, they they come quick as far as from guys like you know you finish fast, and for me it was the opposite. I didn't finish at all, and we were going at it for a while. A good amount of time. But I think because people think I'm lying when I say that shit. It wasn't because I'm such a great lover that I like I am now. I'm not. But uh, it was more, I think, because of nerves. I was so nervous that I couldn't fucking climax uh, as a kid said, finish. Um, but yeah, so... I just she got like well she was saying she was you know I think she kind of was not as experienced as she was pretending to me pretending to be because she was you know complaining about the pain and shit like that and it's not because of my size because you know it's hard to inflict a lot of pain with four inches but but you know she uh she's like oh yeah it's it's hurting too much blah 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 and I'm like I was I was okay with stopping because I was like man this shit's weird it's fun it's cool it's good. That's weird. Uh nerve wracking. And yeah, not I never finished. Um because of, I think because of the nerves. Or maybe because it wasn't a guy. <laughs> <laughs> gay jokes. Let's cap it off with some gay humor. Um, if it was a guy, I would have finished. But um <laughs> But yeah, man, that's the virginity story you guys asked for. You got it. I have no idea who's gonna be listening an hour and twenty-six minutes deep into it, but just know. I'm going in order and that's that was the, the second to last comment on that post all right so again shouts to Eddie Groove Acosta I call him Groove that's his nickname but I'm reading it here in front of me in full so yeah the, the last one is that really a comment or it's I mean I guess technically a comment but it's not a question or anything it's just uh from Alejandro Nava Alex Nava one of the famous Nava brothers um out there at club here i love you he basically just commented have max bailey on the show and he tagged max bailey max bailey uh, um yeah man to be honest with you thanks uh alex for the comment but to be honest with you that's my boy listeners that's one of my best friends one of my fucking top tier best friends max bailey he lives in denver you know shouts to my boy max uh to be honest he had visited recently a few months ago i guess uh because one of our homies passed another alex you know rest in peace shit rest in peace to my boy chris i got the shirt on i got the rest in power shirt cheech you'll see it in the in the pictures but uh yeah that homie actually passed shortly after chris you know over some just party shit crazy shit wild shit and max was in town and I actually, didn't I actually said let's do a fucking just do a fucking episode just us fucking talking shit, joking around, but he pushed out. Uh, so yeah, I mean next time he's in town, maybe we can do it. Max Bailey, if you're listening, at the end of the show here, hour and a half deep, if you lasted this long, uh, let's fucking make it happen. Fucking pussy. Yeah, so I'll be messaging him. Yeah, well, hopefully, he can, hopefully he can visit sometime soon, and we can make it happen, man. Uh, but thanks for the the comment, Alex. And, yeah, man, so that's it, guys. That is the uh, all the comments. We're going to wrap it up. We're an hour and a half deep. Honestly, didn't think I could fill up this much time. I thought I was going to choke. I thought I was going to fuck it up. But made it happen. All right, so just want to say real quick, thank you to those that commented, and thank you to those that are supporting the show. If you want to continue to help the show, like I said before, Keep commenting. Keep giving feedback. Keep giving me those five-star ratings, thumbs up, all that shit. You know, again, inbox me with feedback so I can post it. That's how you really help the show, help help keep the shit going. If you want to advertise, you know, again, inbox me. That's uh, put together a commercial for your business or anything else you want to promote. All right. With that said, this is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Boom. Sweet Jesus Radio.